Hi there, and welcome to another podcast with me, Troy Francis, coming at you from London Town. So, it is the 4th of November, Monday. Uh, I am recording this. It'll probably be a slightly shorter show than usual, uh, or it might be if I don't ramble on too much, because it's quite a crazy day. But I just wanted to go into a little bit of a rant about beware of be a better man advice. So that's the the topic for today, which I'll go into in a minute. So as I say, it's going to be a bit of a rant, may not go on for too long, because I've got lots and lots of other things that I need to get done, unfortunately, because that is how it is in the world of the busy online digital nomad entrepreneur, or whatever you want to call me, really. So, there you go. However, just an update on a couple of bits and pieces. You can still get my 10 books about dating, game, the sexual marketplace, sexual dynamics, social dynamics, all of those cool things for the ridiculously low price of $39 in my bundle, which is called Renegade Dating Blueprint. You can get the PDFs of all of those books, including How to Be an Arsehole, uh, Seven Laws of Seduction, still in the game, and so on and so forth. Uh, plus uh, many more, all bundled together for $39. The full value of that bundle is $250 plus. So I would encourage you to get on board with that sooner rather than later because obviously at some point I'm going to have to have a look at that price again. So the link for that is below. It's called Renegade Dating Blueprint. Do get on board with that as soon as you can. Also sign up for my daily email list if you haven't already. The link is below. I send out a free article Monday to Friday, um, most weeks, and um, well, every week really, unless I have to miss it for some particular reason on a a certain day. But generally speaking, I'm sending out five emails a week with a free article plus news, uh, giveaways, offers, goodies like that, etc. And some of the secret stuff that I don't necessarily put out on social media. So do get on to that, uh, the email uh, list, the link is below. Uh, and finally, if you're listening to this on YouTube, do hit the subscribe button. Also, please give me a like. That would be really appreciated. But do hit the subscribe button and the notifications bell uh, because that just signals to YouTube that you like this content, you're keen to hear more, and it helps me to sort of uh, bump up the rankings and uh, spread the word, if you like, about uh, Troy Francis and the Renegade Playboy life. Okay, so I want to do a quick... Uh, rant, as I say, about um, this thing about be a better man advice, if you like. And I've called the show Beware of Be a Better Man Advice, because I think that this advice is dangerous, potentially. At best, it's misguided. At worst, it could actually be downright dangerous, and it could lead guys into entirely the wrong direction. And I think for for the wrong reasons. I, I believe that the motivations um, for this kind of advice that gets spread around uh, in the in the men's space on online on Twitter on YouTube on other social media channels is is largely motivated by a desire for an ego boost for the content creators in question uh, and also profit as well because of course generally speaking they want to sell you something they want to sell you coaching they want to sell you books they want to sell you courses etc etc now. Full disclosure, of course, I'm selling stuff as well, uh, which I've just spent the first couple of minutes of this podcast doing. So you're very well aware that obviously I make um, an income from this space as well. And yes, I'm selling books. Yes, I'm selling coaching. uh, Yes, I'm selling Skype consultations and all of those good things. However, I would say 
that I have always endeavoured to the best of my ability to be as honest as I can in the content when I'm talking about my own life experiences, uh, when I'm talking about observations of life, when I'm talking about the sort of advice that I offer and the limits of that advice as well, because let's be clear, you know, nobody out there can be a miracle worker. Nobody can say, okay, you're a male too, and I'm going to transform you so that overnight you're going to be pulling supermodels or you're going to be, you know, married to the woman of your dreams or, or whatever. There's always a limit to to what any coach or what any advisor or writer can do. And I've always tried to be very honest about that. I've tried to be honest about my own experiences, my successes, my failures. And yet, in terms of talking about the way that human beings interrelate, I have attempted, endeavoured, and I continue to do so, to be as, as honest as I can about that. Um, probably to the point of being slightly negative, and people can say, well, you know, you're, you're pessimistic or you're nihilistic or whatever. I don't really think that's the case, but I think you have to be realistic. And so I try to be honest in terms of not only things that have happened to me, but also the things that I've seen around me, perhaps in my family. Um, you know, we see a lot of obviously like celebrity stories. We see a lot of news stories. I have many friends who are both in this space and, and, and nothing to do with this space whatsoever. Obviously family, et cetera, et cetera. So I get to see, like most people, you know, I get to see quite a lot of um, the real time effects of the sexual marketplace, if you like. I get to see the realities of... Um, uh, relationships, marriage, um, family, et cetera, et cetera. And look, you know, I've got friends of all different ages. I'm quite fortunate in the, in the, in that regard. You know, I know lots of people from different backgrounds. I know guys and, and women who are in their, you know, who are much older than me, who are in their sixties, their seventies and so on. I also know people who are a lot younger. I have many contemporaries of the same age as well. So, and, and of course as well, I'm in the unique position or relatively unique position of uh, coaching people as well. So I also have that input additionally. So all of that means that I've got, you know, what, what I like to think is a pretty wide experience of this, of this field, a pretty, a pretty wide knowledge of, of, of the sexual marketplace, of um, the consequences of decisions that you might make around dating, around marriage, around divorce, uh, all of those different things. And yeah, you know, I try to tell it how it is. I try not to sugarcoat it. I also try not to be too desperately negative. Um, but as I say, I think you need to be realistic. And when you're realistic, that actually sets you free because it allows you to make informed decisions which aren't sort of weighed down by, by uh, how can I put it, uh, posi- uh, you know, avert positivity or sort of Pollyanna-ish thinking or wishful thinking. You know, this is just, this is how things are. Okay, based on that, what am I going to do? How am I going to move forward from that point? So in the sort of online space where this kind of advice is and this kind of discussion goes on, which I'm part of, I guess, for my sins, a particular bugbear of mine has always been this sort of be a better man type advice. Because in my view, uh, it's derivative, it's cliched, and frankly, it's pretty useless for a number of reasons. So what I'm I'm talking about here really is you get content creators, you get companies, organizations uh, who will sell the idea that you need to be, in inverted commas, a better man and you need to man up and do the right thing and behave in a particular way or engage in a particular set of behaviors 
in order to achieve this goal of being a better man and they will teach you how you do it and it can go across a number of different pillars so fitness is one you know get built get get the sort of greek god physique another is relationships you know these are the kinds of relationships you should be in these are the kinds of people you should date the, these are the outcomes you should be looking for in your relationships um, and generally speaking this this is very much towards the traditional so there isn't much room here for somebody to say well i want to have a sort of you know this kind of relationship that hasn't been particularly explored before it's all very very traditional it's all very prescriptive um the sorts of things you should read i mean uh, it, it's very fashionable in the men's space to talk about reading the classics and by that i mean the greek and roman uh classics and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that i would absolutely recommend that to anybody but i mean just recently i've seen somebody saying oh you know the likes of bukowski the likes of henry miller uh the likes of even i think even hemingway was mentioned you know he said the, these these people are all useless yesterday's men you know we should be we, we all read the classics now that's what it's all about you know um it should be about fine noble upstanding uh mores and ideas of antiquity of days gone by because we are seeking to recreate the wonderful this wonderful golden era of masculinity and so these are the, the role models we have now if you have these other types of role models you know the bukowskis uh the Hubert Selby Juniors, the the Henry Millers, and so on. Then you are a degenerate, and uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. That kind of attitude. So even the sorts of cultural figures that you're supposed to follow are being are uh, you know are being critiqued by these voices, these be a better man voices. So every aspect of your life, if you're not careful, uh, will come under the scrutiny of people who are for one reason or another, advising you in this way. And I think it's, uh, as I say, derivative, cliche, and useless for a number of reasons. Firstly, because look, I mean, let me put it like this. When you think about advice for, say, something like how to get better with dating, how to get better with girls, okay, there are tangible bits of advice that can be given to you in that instance, even down to things like what should I say, uh, you know, what should I dress when I go on the date? How long should I uh, take in between text messages? All of these different things. There's very specific sort of tangible bits of information that can be imparted. Similarly, with fitness, there are very specific pieces of information that can be communicated. So how many reps do I do? How heavy uh, in order to achieve this particular result? How many times a week should I go to the gym? What length, duration of rest break should I have? What should I be eating? All of these different things. Very specific information. How to, ha- how to be a better man. And okay, I know it incorporates those two pillars, but the more generic how to be a better man advice is not only pretty nebulous, but also you kind of know it already. You know, you kind of know already how to be a better man. You know what the constituent elements are going to look like. It's about honesty. It's about courage. It's about speaking up for yourself. It's about defending others more vulnerable than yourself. Um, It's about that sense of honor, um, fidelity, so on and so forth. We've all got a pretty good idea already what, in inverted commas, being a better man looks like. Why? Because society has drilled it into us since when we were kids. Okay, now look, 
obviously there are outliers. There are people who were brought up in the woods by wolves and things, and perhaps they need to be to be taught these things. But in general, in the vast majority of cases, we already know the how to be a better man material because it's already ingrained into our culture. It's what we've been taught by the media. It's what we've been taught by teachers, by movies, by uh, you know popular characters within TV shows, in novels, in, in stories so on and so forth. This material about being the archetypal, honourable, noble, brave, cultured man is already out there in spades. We don't need some bloke with a Twitter account with a few thousand people on it or some bloke with a YouTube channel to tell us about this stuff because we, we already hear it all the time. And all you have to do actually is go to the classics, is go to, you know, uh, Greek literature, Roman, Roman literature or indeed Victorian literature in order to get your fill of all that kind of content, it's all out there already. And and to be honest, as I say, it, it doesn't take a genius. We all kind of know this stuff already. Guys come to this space, guys come to the manosphere, whatever you want to call it, in order to solve specific problems. And they have these problems in their lives, usually with women initially, but also, you know, with perhaps income, perhaps with their fitness, perhaps with different things. They come to the space because traditional advice hasn't worked out very well for them. If it had, then there wouldn't be any point in having a manosphere because uh, the traditional advice to be a better man, to hold your head high and your shoulders back and be courageous and all of that would have worked very well and guys would already be happy. Guys, everything would be working perfectly. And so this space, whatever you want to call it, wouldn't have had to have been invented because there would be no demand. But there is a demand. There has been a demand, which is proven by the fact that the space has grown up at all and continues to attract uh, new entrants all the time. So therefore, the conclusion that we have to draw is that by and large, the conventional advice isn't working very well. Um... And so if the traditional advice isn't working very well, then clearly there is a need for something else. And my bugbear with all of this really is that the space, up until quite recently, offered that something else. The space offered a different way of looking at things. And I think the, the, the manner of looking at things that's sort of enshrined within the space until fairly recently has been the no more Mr. Nice Guy way of looking at things. Because generally speaking the dudes that, that come at this material tend to be dudes who are nice guys, who are, who are already good guys, who already have done everything correctly, who are honourable, brave, courageous, will speak up in the fight against injustice um, and all, you know, will protect their women folk um, and, and all of that, that stuff. And it hasn't worked out very well for them. They've ended up divorced. They've ended up dumped. They've ended up cheated on. They've ended up uh, being disrespected. They've ended up being made the butt of jokes, as we see, you know, in terms of advertising and everything with guys all the time these days. Um, yeah, it hasn't worked out very well for them. And they've come to this space in search of something else, which up until quite recently is being provided for them. Now, here's the thing, right? What about the popularity of the book 48 Laws of Power in the men's space until fairly recently. So 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. If you haven't read it, read it. You should definitely read it. Fantastic book full of, um, well, 48 Laws of how to get ahead, 48 Laws of how to get one over your 
um, opponents, if you like, how to win at the game of life, how to win at the political game. And they're not politically correct. They're not always nice. They're not, you know, some of them you might think, well, that's a little bit underhand, perhaps. But they are effective if used properly, or they can be effective if used properly. Um, that book was inc- and, and it remains incredibly popular uh, in the men's space because it's effective, because it acknowledges that sometimes you have to be a bit Machiavellian. Um, and of course, Machiavelli is, a, is, 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 is mentioned frequently in that book and is a big influence on it. And Machiavelli himself, you should read The Prince if you haven't read that already. Um, but it's acknowledged that you need to be a bit cut and thrust. You need to be a little bit underhand sometimes. You need to find different ways around problems because the straightforward, upright and honourable um, mode that we're all taught since since school, since birth really, doesn't always work for us. And actually the cads win out, the bastards win. The, the non-nice guys are the guys who run off with the spoils. So as nice guys, we need to be taught, okay, there is a different way of going about this. There are different strategies. Here they are, dark triad strategies. You don't have to be like this the whole time, but you need to be aware of them because you need to fight against other people who are going to be using them because make no mistake, other people out there are going to be using underhand strategies against you and you need to be able to employ them yourself when necessary in order to get your way. Okay, now just recently I've seen on Twitter some pretty prominent members of the manosphere, if you like, of the sort of purple pill sphere of guys who... um, really, really lean into this be a better man shtick, speaking out against 48 Laws of Power and actually saying, you know, it's actually a, a, a damaging book. It's, um, it, it, it's and, and I think, digging down a little bit, I think the reason that they are now turning against it is because they, they, they've turned philosophically against this whole idea of, you know, being a little bit shifty of using the, your opponent's weight against him, of finding sort of slightly innovative and clever ways to get the upper hand because they're so bought into this, and what is essentially a blue pill, really, ideal of being the best man that you can be, building a better beta. And because they're leaning into that archetype, suddenly the, the Robert Greene 48 Laws of Power thing becomes suspect. Suddenly it's like, well, hang on a minute, this is, this is you know, you don't want to be like that. You don't want to be like one of these underhand knaves who uses these laws in order to sort of twist things so that they get their way. You should just be a good, strong, patriarchal man and everything will be fine. Well, okay, except it isn't. Except that just that manifestly doesn't work um, because otherwise guys wouldn't come to this space uh, in the first place in order to find different solutions. Otherwise, 48 Laws of Power wouldn't have been a massive hit. Otherwise, we wouldn't still be talking about Machiavelli hundreds of years after the fact. So, as I say, I think these dudes who want us all to be good, upstanding men are enthralled to this idea, enthralled to the blue pill idea of the the good, dutiful beta, and that's what they want to teach. And as I say, often these dudes uh, are selling things, they're selling courses, they're selling um, books, resources of different kinds, and coaching. So not only are they selling their ideas, but they're also selling for profit their services. And as I said, of course, I am as well. Um, So it's down to you to decide 
really of, of any, everybody that you follow you know you need to do due diligence you need to look at them and you need to think well is this person offering honest value or not but i i can't help but think that when somebody is just offering you exactly what the mainstream is teaching you but they're just packaging it up in a slightly different way and trying to make it cool again then you have to think to yourself well hang on a minute what value am i really getting from this person's teaching because all they're teaching me is what society's taught me for x number of years of my life and what outcomes did that lead to well it led me to being divorced it led me to you know, losing custody to my kids, it led me to being cheated on, all of these different things. And you sort of think, well, okay, so if this dude is just going to teach me exactly the same things that society's taught me and it's led to those outcomes, then should I really be paying this person money and attention or should I be looking at different strategies in order to, to get through? And I think the, the answer to that's pretty obvious, really, myself. Um, be a better man sets you up for failure and it sets you up for decimation if you're not careful um so you need something that's more renegade to to kind of phrase you need you need to you need to i mean there's a phrase for this isn't there i'm trying to think of it now but basically you need to understand what the bad guys are doing even if you're not a bad guy, guy yourself you need to know what they're doing you need to understand it and at times you need to be able to become that shapeshifter that you can take on some of that archetype yourself because as i say people are going to use it against you and so you need to be able to return fire on them even if only temporarily um so it doesn't mean that when you look for advice that is or when you take advice when you reject this sort of be a good man shtick um be a better beater shtick and you look for something that's a little bit more renegade in terms of game or in terms of self-development or, or just you know political life in or, or whatever um, it doesn't mean that you should become a bad person. Now, I've got a book called How to Be an Arsehole, which I mentioned earlier. You can get it on Amazon. It's probably my, it's, it's my best-selling book, actually, by some, by some margin. It came out a couple of years ago, and it's done very, very well, continues to sell very well. And I think the reason for that is that you know guys like the title, they probably like the cover and, and so on, but um, they understand that there is a need, because the book concerns itself with dark triad techniques, you know, dark triad approaches to life. So I talk about um, narcissism, psychopathy, um, sadism, uh, and Machiavellianism. And I talk about how, as a nice guy, you might incorporate little bits of that into your conduct in order to, you know, get the results you want in life. Um, what I don't say is that you should become this kind of dark triad psychopathic character wholly, but you need to be aware of the tools. You need to be aware of the, the techniques and to be able to pepper your, um, your actions with them in order to create positive outcomes for yourself. Um, it's not about becoming a bad person, in inverted commas, but it is about being street smart and it is about having the tools to fight back against opponents who aren't necessarily going to be following Queensbury rules. If we use a boxing analogy you know these are street fighters they are going to try and take you down by whatever means necessary this is just the nature of the world so you need to be aware of the rules or, or rather the the the, um, the realities of the street fight as opposed to just the classical rules of 
boxing where it's all mediated by a referee and so on because there ain't there aren't any referees out there or you know there are but they're not necessarily always effective so you've got to be you've got to know how to fight dirty even if that's not really who you are and even if that's not how you intend to um behave all of the time and and you don't have to you don't have to i'm not nobody's saying to be a bad guy but just be sensible just just look after yourself just just be sure that you know and have at your disposal the tools and techniques that you can use in a marketplace that isn't always going to be fluffy and friendly, that isn't always going to go your way with people who don't always have your best interests at heart. Because look, and this is the, at the, the bottom of really everything that I do, you are an individual. You are, you're only going to live for a certain amount of time. You're only going to live for um, an, a, a few more, you know, however many more years it is. Myself, I am probably over halfway through my life now you know i've probably lived probably what i've got left is going to be shorter than what i've already had um and with that in mind you have to think okay so what outcomes do i want and how am i going to achieve those outcomes and what are people going to what are the antagonists in my life going to do to stop me getting there and the antagonists could be other people circumstances um monetary limitations um governments, I mean, all kinds of different things. So you've got to think, okay, so what are my antagonists going to do to prevent me from getting the things that I want? And how am I going to counter that? How am I going to say, okay, fine, this is what the antagonists want to happen, but I want something else to happen. So this is what I'm going to do to achieve that. And, and that's where you need the, the 48 laws of power type stuff. That's where you need the dark triad stuff. That's where all of this be a better man type stuff that you hear being spouted by by these purple pill people is not necessarily going to stand you in the best stead, and you need something else. Um, you know, as I say, I already know how to be a, a good man. You know, I don't think there's any real secret around that. I think we're all aware of the road to, um, you know, to, to... I think we all should know or certainly should know how to behave in a sort of honorable decent way that's not really the problem that's not what most guys have a problem with what most guys have a problem with is that they get screwed over by a world that is indifferent and indeed sometimes callous towards them and that is what we are or what we should be concerned with helping out within the men's space and you know that's why all of this advice around dating and games sprung up, um, but increasingly also around just, just how to live life, how to negotiate life. And yeah, you know, you need to you need to look at alternative solutions and you need to look at alternative ways of uh, conducting yourself so that you can just ensure that you protect yourself and also so that you can thrive uh, in an environment that can be challenging because that's just that's just how things are, you know. And I wouldn't, I'm not saying it should be any other way. Um, I, I've always been very much of the opinion that you should take things as they are, whether it's in the dating field, whether it's in employment, whether it's in business, um, fitness, you know, whatever it is, you should, you should accept things as they are and say, okay, how can I make the best in this situation for myself? And that's really what I want to communicate with my, with my stuff, you know, in my, in my books about dating in my my coaching course and everything else it's about how do you take your circumstances as they are and get the best for yourself and sometimes you've got to play dirty because that's just the way things are and i think all of these exhortations to you know be the best you can be just encourages guys to 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 be beaters basically and just encourages guys to 
set themselves up for attack by underhanded people on occasion. And that's just not doing anyone any favours. So anyway, bit of a rant. I'm going to leave it there. I hope you got something out of that. Do let me know your thoughts on this topic. Do pick up uh, Renegade Dating um, Blueprint, link below for $39. Do get on my daily email list, link below. Do give me a like for this video if you liked it. And do hit subscribe on my channel and hit the notifications button for loads of world-class, high-quality content of this kind that's going to be coming to you from me very, very soon. I'll leave it there for now. Bye-bye.